shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. The Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Uh, those who are here, thank you for joining the broadcast, the stream. And those online, thank you for joining us uh, online as well. God bless you. Thank you. Um, this is our first uh, prayer meeting. Uh, I'll just uh, maybe share very quickly uh, how the thought came about. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I, I know last year, a number of you, even throughout the course of the year, people are telling me, our prayers, you know, we do money prayers, but that one is kind of like a, you know, just, you know, Austin. Uh, but, um, you know, there has been evidence that we need to pray more together as a family. Um, most, you see, most ministries have a prayer meeting. There's a reason for that um, because uh, I'll just let you know that uh, we are actually Satan's number one's target. You get me? So, because of what we are excavating, you get me? Yeah, we are digging where we should not be digging. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> when you are digging Bible like this, where Satan has locked up generations for 2,000 years not to find these things out, and you are now excavating it, you are causing problem. Praise God. You are causing problem. It's like some of those, you know, when you, maybe, you know, sometimes when they go to maybe some of these um, uh, Asian, African countries, and then they all of a sudden, maybe they find gold, and they, they, they begin to do excavation of gold they, without one consulting the indigents. Before you know, what the indigents turn to? Militancy. They do not consult them. They do not give them money. <laughs> They've been walking the land for a while. So uh, those guys are strong guys. So they will, they will be kidnapping. They will be, they will be frustrating. Then after a while, even the, you know, the people who have come there to find gold, they realize that the cost is more deadly than the gold. Then they will now leave. So the, Jesus will say, if you want to enter into a strong man's house and deliver, you know, bring, you know, save the people of the house, you know, no, you don't focus on the people yet. You go and you bind the strong man. Praise God. And we're going to bind the strong man of Edmonton this year. Whoever that may be, I don't care what name they are called by in the spirit. They are finished. Edmonton, we, in fact, I am the new strong man of Edmonton in the spirit. If you come and come talk to me, we'll kill all of them. Amen. Every wicked spirit, every evil spirit that has been disturbing this land. Because we are here. If maybe we're in Lagos, maybe uh, I'm here. You cannot be disturbing anyhow. Praise God. Enough is enough. You are, you are dead. Every wicked spirit, every troublesome spirit, every stubborn spirit that has been troubling us. This year, that's the end. Amen. We are finished. It's been declared that we'll pray it down. Amen. We'll pray it out Amen. until they die, until Amen. they flee. They have to, they can go to any other city. There. But here, we can't, they can't, they, this place cannot contain two of us anymore. Yes. Praise God. So this year is going to be different. We're going to be praying. Um, uh, so the prayer meeting, um, praise God. And uh, as you, you know, anyone who's listening online, just as we go, if you have prayer points, that I want us to be praying for you. This you can send it to me. You can send it to uh, Sister Chidima uh, as well. 
um, just prayer points. I mean, if it's something maybe personal, maybe lady related, whatever, you don't want me to know, you can send it to Sister Chin, you can send it to my wife as well. Amen. You can send it to me uh, so that we can charge the prayers. Amen. Because this is our meeting to pray. A praise the name of the Lord. And then also to teach. So when I was, you know, the thought was coming in my soul, and the thing was building up, you know, I don't just rush to any decision. It has been building up for over two years. Praise God. It has been building up for over two years. And there was an incident in 2020 that triggered it. And like, you need to pray. Yeah, amen. Um, some of us may know. Praise God. Um, so, but I still, I, you know, I'm not the kind of person that likes to create a new meeting. You get because I just, I know the the difficulty, I know the time, I know the command, the demand of time. You want to get people to come for something. Amen. But we are praying God is God. We are, we are winning that war. Amen. We are overcoming. Uh, so, I, the thing has been on my heart, been on my heart, been on my heart. Um, in what of righteousness um, project, in what of righteousness wells, um, sometimes you, you don't just do prayer, you just want to pray against enemies. We, we don't give enemies that too much concern, attention like that. Um, in what of righteousness, in, in the realm of Christ. But then, as the season of everlasting life began to come, you know that season that came with prayers. Something that is there's something about everlasting life and prayers. When the season of everlasting life is open, there's something about everlasting life that is what? That is tied to prayers. You can't escape prayers in the realm of everlasting life. That's one thing I found. Do you know why? In the realm of everlasting life, in the realm of Christ, God still hides us from some certain kinds of enemies. Iniquity, the evil doer. Evil. We don't understand evil really in the realm of Christ fully. Praise God. It's an everlasting life that all those everlasting evils are laid bare. When you see when they're talking of Jesus, what caused them to give him eternal life is that he loved righteousness, not only did he love righteousness. Righteousness is doctrine of Christ. Then in addition to that, doctrine of Christ, then everlasting righteousness. Then he hated iniquity. Iniquity is deep, iniquity is evil. Iniquity is twistedness, evil, twist, twist, wickedness. That's iniquity, evil, wickedness, they're the same word. It's very deep. Iniquity is so wicked that it is good to you. The only problem is that that good just prevents you from serving God fully. That's all. <laughs> That's all. It just prevents you from drawing the nearer to God. That's in, iniquity is so high like that. That iniquity is something that if you tell even someone who is learning Christ what iniquity is, they will not, they will say, ah, no, that's good. I remember very clearly one message I was preaching many, uh, earlier last year. I was teaching about Balaam. I remember, and I someone asked me, but what did Balaam do? That's, that's what happens. Because when you read these, these scriptures, you would think Balaam did not do anything to your open eyes. But what he did was evil. Actually worse. Than sin. That's what he did. So there's sin and death, and there's hell and death. Hell and death is the one that Jesus has the keys to. He says, I have the keys of hell and death. That hell and death is iniquity. And why he had to have the keys of hell and death is not that he knows how to give, send people to hell and death. No, he knows how to deliver you from hell and death. 
That's the son of God. That's what the Revelation chapter is. The son of God who has the keys of hell and death. It means that somebody... How would, it means that... Why would you need such a high being to deliver you from hell and death? It means that you are blinded to it. That when you have hell and death, you will think it's good. That's just the problem. And anytime you believe something is good, there's nothing... There's no... There's no, there's no, there's no help. Praise God. So, the reason why in everlasting life, in this, when the season of everlasting life is, is open, you now, you now see that they are now remembering, bringing us back to prayer again. You know, when, you know, when I first, when we first enter the world of righteousness, they are, no, leave prayer, we need the word. He gets me tip the word. <laughs> we just pray, Shabalada. When we say prayer meeting, we pray for two, five minutes. We open Bible. He gets me, you know, <laughs> I think I still, uh, but and they allow that because you have been, what was happening is that in the before you entered Christ in milk to Christ, you were what's the word when when somebody is is uh, when somebody is malnourished, you know they call it kwashoko. That's how all of every every soul is like that. That just you know just drinking milk without coming into word of righteousness. You are malnourished. You're malnourished. That's why if you've been drinking the milk for too long, you're malnourished. Praise God. And so when they now introduce you, when you now finally agree to learn word of righteousness, they'll tell you to now put down everything else. It's not as though those things are not good, but they have to exalt the word because of how long you've been malnourished. Are you seeing how God uses judgment? It's not as though prayer is bad then. He will now tell you, no, 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 leave prayer first. Because your problem is that you need some food. <laughs> you get me? You, you are not, you are very lean. You need to eat first. So that's why in the, when we, those times when we're learning Christ, it's as though we don't emphasize prayer. But God allows that season because we are lean. We need to fatten up quickly. Praise God. So God is a judge. He's the one who is officiating it like that. But by the time you now want, maybe you are now, you are now maybe in hope. Then charity. And God knows that some people are, are going to break into everlasting life. God will tell you, we slap you, knock you on the head. Go and pray. And he knocks with, with certain events. <laughs> so we think we, we, we will charge you. They get, it will shake you. Then you now have to Wake up. If I don't used to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, it's condition. <laughs> I, I kid you not. It was condition that caused it. <laughs> it wasn't voluntary. <laughs> it was condition. <laughs> when the condition hits, man, they don't even do tell me. I started waking up consistently every day. <laughs> And the people we want to, ah, I found it, I'll try it. No, I'll not try this condition. <laughs> oh, my. When condition hits, man, I, I look and say, Father, what is going on? <laughs> we need to pray. <laughs> Amen. But actually, there was a push to pray. Why? Because now, after you have now become fat with word, you've now understood God's more. What kind of manners of prayers are you praying? Are you saying that? Before, when you were praying, kabosh prayers was all about me, myself, and I. And this earth. 
But now you've learned righteousness and they now know that you don't really pray for those things again. But God still wants you to pray for understanding, pray for righteousness, pray against me, pray for pray against those iniquity spirits. And so when when you when we are coming up that place, God is saying that these people are missing, we need to if anybody should pray, it's you. Are you seeing it? Uh, if anybody should pray, because your prayers, the 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 farm effect, the the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous who is a righteous man, a Christ man. So if a Christ man is not praying, God is wondering who is praying, because all he's hearing is money, car, house. You know? who is praying? God doesn't hear those prayers. He says, it's your angel that you will send to help you with those prayers. <laughs> so, you should, I, I guess all of us know that we have our angel, ministering angel. Are we not, are they not ministering angels sent to minister unto them who are heads of salvation? You have an angel. And your angel, the Bible says that, uh, the, that even the, every little, every one of these, their angels are before the face of the Father. All of you, your angels are before the face of the Father. And that they must give report to the father that Chifra has eaten well. Oyin has been clothed. She has a house. That she has, she has slept. They must give that report. And so when Oyin prays for TV. It's <laughs> 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 not the father who is not the one who will answer. He's your angel who will go and help you bring it in. Because this present world is committed into their hands. So, the Father has not been smelling a lot of incense, you know. And how it works is that prayers, the, the intensity, the effectual perfect prayers, it means the incense goes higher. And the Father is most high. So, many prayers not even reach His domain at all. If you are praying outer court prayer, the thing will stay in the outer court. So, God will wonder who is praying. Wow, wow. <laughs> So, it's only righteous men prayers whose incense can go that deep. So if a righteous man is not praying, the father is not happy somewhere. Because nobody is praying on the earth. Nobody is praying. And who is praying? Who is interceding? Nobody. Because he's not smelling anything. He only has the, how he hears prayer is by the smell of your incense or the prayer. And if, if the smell is carnal, it will stay outside. Wow. It's simple. It will stay outside. So that's why God will want us to pray. Prayers that can reach the throne. And when God is beginning to smell the incense, smell the incense, He will now begin to knock off those evil spirits. Shake, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. Praise God. So, as I was brooding, I've been brooding on this prayer meeting for several years. I now saw when April, last April came, and how the thing landed, it prayed, it prayed. That's the word they were using to call it, it prayed. I was now wondering, why did the thing come like that? Because to me, it was more like a lot of word. But there was also a lot of prayer. And what they were projecting was prayer. It was an intentional thing that the Lord was doing. To tell you that you cannot access everlasting life without prayers. 
You can't break through everlasting life without prayers. Because you are warring with spirits that not just deal with, that not just deal with only revelation, now understanding. Those are bad spirits. How do I know this? Do you know that sometimes, do you know, for example, do you know it's just this year that I had understanding concerning some things? And you will, you will think that, why? It's just this year I had some clarity. Understanding is clarity. I had some clarity. And for example, the message I was, I was teaching on last Saturday about being built up, a, becoming a holy temple in the Lord, understanding the church, the pillar and the crown and the pillar of truth. That just came to me this year. That clarity, understanding how even and the apostolic work is part of the church. Both as the, the, the local assembly, the ground, the beginning, and the growing of the pillar. Is all church. All the fivefold ministry is all church. The thing that clarity just came. So I was now wondering where has this thing been since all my life? And I thought I was deep. <laughs> I was just wondering, and why something is clear to you, but like, wow. It's like some of us, maybe who have struggled before, you'll be wondering, when did this thing now start seeing this thing? Why did I so so many lost tears, so many lost slowness? It's, it's because of understanding. It's that gap. It's that gap. And it's evil spirits that do this thing. Evil spirits are not demons. Demons can be classified as evil spirits, but I don't even call demons are small boys. Demons are carnal spirits. <laughs> carnal evil spirits. Evil spirits, you don't see them. They call them spiritual wickedness in high places. High places. They are the ones that cause offense. They are the ones that cause offense. And you'll be comfortable leaving the sheepfold where blessing is landing because you are offended. It's them. They are the ones that cause all manners of things. Malice. That's why all those things start dealing with those things. They are the ones that cause malice. Envy. They are, the, they are those boys. Unforgiveness. Those boys. All of them. There's a spirit behind all of those. They are deadly boys. Evil spirits are dead. And those ones are. I'm, I'm still talking about the smaller ones. So. There's another one. There's another evil spirit. That one is, that one is the devil himself in charge of departure. <laughs> departure. You should be arriving to God, not departing from God. And, and this thing is not physical. Mm-mm, mm-mm. There was a brother, Alexander the Coppersmith, who, why in among the brethren, he was sitting coming for every meeting, but he was departing. Yeah. Why he was coming for a meeting? Boys. Boys. <laughs> As he was coming for a meeting, inside his soul, he was departing. Yeah. Departure happens here in soul. Yeah. Those little, little thoughts. Yeah. I'll be coming, though. But your soul is not there. And we know once your soul is not there, double-minded man, let him not think he received anything from the Lord. So then the next thing is that Satan knows that once your mind is no soul is no longer there, then you are no longer getting blessed. Then six months later, you say, I'm not being blessed though. Then that's the next the next argument from that evil spirit. Now now that you are not being blessed, why don't you just go and uh (laughs) stay where you are being blessed. Just enjoy the simple thing you are letting the church. It gets me. No knowing that the departure did not start when the person left. The departure started one year ago, two years ago. When so was no longer coming for meeting. 
body was coming, but soul was not coming again. Those are the evil spirits you, you judge in everlasting life. And it will take prayer to judge them. Because have you noticed that some some souls have, have don't worry I've, I've, when somebody has departed from me, when I, mean, I know it's true, they already kind of know it's true. They were talking to our oh, Pastor James, they will greet me, laugh, laugh. Yeah. But I know in their soul they are departed. And you can, there's no English you can use and say to a soul who has John Johnny the way in their soul. There's no English. Do you know the only thing you can do? You can only pray. Do you know why? Because it will take the sure message of David to save such. Do you know why more again? Because they've understood your message and they've departed. So it means that it's not your message that can save them, that can make them stay. You have to find another team. <laughs> God has to arrange a situation. And how sometimes God will just, when you go arrange a situation, their life will be tight. That is now you that will have to help them. Then God will use that as an extension, only branch to bring them back. But by that, at that hour, your preaching can't help them again. They've overcome your preaching. And so you know it's not, it's not, it's those ones, the spirits that deal with, that do that. To allow a soul to depart in the midst of this kind of richness of word is not just a small boy spirit, it's an everlasting spirit. You know, Satan is an everlasting spirit. The hinderer, the adversary. He raised other spirits, other seraphims, he raised them up. Some of them are growing too in the dark world. He taught, he actually trained some evil spirits how to think like he thinks. So after a while, Jesus called devils. Is it no longer the dead, not like the devil? It means the devil has trained other spirits. He was a cherubim that fell. Seraphim fell. He has trained other spirits to be devils too. <laughs> And oh my God! As I say, so since by the Spirit, actually that was part of what He sold to them to cause them to fall. He sold to them that look at you, just a seraphim. Do you know I can teach you to be like me, a cherubim? He gave them growth. He gave them future. That's why some of them followed Him like that. Should I give you an example of such? The tree that they sent to Paul. Remember. He sent how many? What was that? What was the other statement? He besought the Lord three times. Now he said, "An evil spirit, an evil spirit was sent to him." Not so. He besought the Lord three times. He turned in his flesh, and then the Lord said, "What did the Lord say?" My grace is sufficient for you. For what? For my strength is made uh, strong, perfect in your weakness. Now, for such a spirit to disturb Paul like that, this is not, and when you read that, that scripture, it wasn't Paul in his early days of ministry. It was a grown Paul. A Paul, why, why, did, they, why did the spirits come? They say because of the abundance of revelation. That was a charity Paul. Uh-huh. It means, at that point in time, Paul was a Christ who was still disturbed by an everlasting wickedness. And actually, when everlasting wickedness disturbs you, it's for two things. Sometimes God can use it to bring you to an awareness that you are not yet finished yet. Because there's a temptation to feel that you are done in Christ. So sometimes God can allow those ones, those wicked, they call them wicked spirits, those ones are everlasting ones. 
everlasting. But he wasn't. A, they call him a messenger of Satan. So he's not Satan himself. I mean, Satan has raised. You know how they call Michael a messenger of the Lord. Yes. Uh-huh. So Satan has raised some seraphims who were like Satan. So when Paul, Paul Satan sending that messenger, Satan sent himself. It means he has raised that boy up. That boy was not just a seraphim to a cherubim anymore. But in the dark world, Satan has raised him up in wisdom, evil wisdom. That he was like Satan sending himself to Paul. Why? Because it's Satan that you deal with in everlasting life. Satan and his messengers. And they are all after one thing. They are all after one thing. They have one intent. Departure. Praise the name of the Lord. So, the other thought that came to me as I was ruminating on this prayer meeting was everlasting life. I believe this is going to be a platform to also introduce us to the world of everlasting life. Praise God. Um, amen. amen. Praise God. Because I, I know that in the Saturday meeting, we're not yet ready for that publicly, but I feel God still is a season. It's a season that's upon, or you get me, that God has opened upon us. Uh, so I feel this this will may be this may be I feel in my heart and this may be an, an avenue to begin to open us into the, the the dimensions of everlasting life. It's a deadly dimension. You you'll be shocked the amount of beasts you face there. <laughs> everlasting life. That's where you face you face bad boys, bad boys that you don't know existed. The difference is that they've been controlling you before, but they're acting as your friend. In everlasting life, you now see their true color. Satan, who appeared like an angel of light, so you were buying what he was saying. In everlasting life, you now see, oh, no, so this is Satan. Then you now, when he now knows that you can't wear angel of light covering, he now has to turn to the who is real color, he's a beast. So in everlasting life, you expose beasts. So that you can overcome them. And that's why you need prayer. That's why I don't say. <laughs> when you see some beast, you go and pray. <laughs> you go and pray that God will help you. He's <laughs> a I'm not scared you. Amen. You go and pray. But prayer answers it all. I kid you not. Oh my God. Uh, one of the, the greatest things I ever did was those six, that 6 a.m. prayer we pray. I kid you not. Light always bursts out. In fact, direction for my whole day comes from that prayers. And it just be as though I'm just praying in this, just praying in tongues, but thoughts are coming. You know, the center of thoughts and intents of the heart is exchanging thoughts. One thing that God now showed me concerning it was prevailing in thoughts. You pray. When you pray, you prevail in thoughts. Yeah. And that's resurrection occurring. Resurrection is an everlasting thing. So as as you are hearing the word, hearing the word, it will take prayer for you to use that information to prevail. To prevail. Because how those everlasting beasts hold you down is by thoughts. And thoughts that you can't resist. So in everlasting life, you now you now know that they are beasts. But then the problem is that you still can't resist. <laughs> the thoughts are still strongholds. They call them strongholds. 
because strongholds that pit themselves against the knowledge of God. Are you, are you seeing what kind of what kind of beast is that that can stand and exalt itself against the knowledge of God? Hi. What kind of beast is that? Hi. <laughs> they are not. They are not demons. Yes. What kind of who, who, who born you liver? You want to stand and say, I, I exalt myself against the knowledge of God. It must be a beast. Those are everlasting beasts. It means beasts who can convince you that you've known enough of God. Go and do something else. And you'll be convinced. Or in fact, they are even wiser than that. That one is even small. It just it just adjust your frequency. That's all. Just you know you know meter now flow. Adjust your flow of hunger. They just not they just say one or two things. Tamper down your hunger. That's all. Very simple. Is it you know they come, It's not that I'm telling you that is deep. I'm not telling you not to pursue righteousness. Well, you know you need to balance, tamper down, adjust your hunger. Just by that they've they've slowed your walk. Those guys are so bad that they are very agreeable with. Everlasting life. <laughs> so it's prayer. You have to prevail. Pray and pray and prevail in thoughts. It's a, it's a labor. I remember listening to one of, it's probably the most, I, I feel the most blessed message from that April that I listened to was, the title of the message was Prevailing Unto the resurrection of the dead. I had to listen to it three times to understand it. When I listened to it in April, I didn't just understand it at all. But I just felt spirit. But I didn't understand it. So I listened to it a second time. Then in November, I listened to it a third time. That's when it in our, And I listened to it after prayers. It in our broke open. And I listened to it on a Saturday before life meetings, I remember. It in our broke open. Remember, I was talking about resurrection from the dead and of the dead. Resurrection from the dead, I know it's confusing, but resurrection from the dead was talking about how is Christ, the realm of Christ. Resurrection of the dead was talking about everlasting life. It was not describing how Jesus died on the cross. And Jesus was praying. He was praying from Galilee of Gethsemane. He was praying on the cross. He was praying even when his soul was praying, when he was going down. To, and he prevailed in prayer, in thought. That was resurrection. That though, you know, for, if, if it's you that they put in there, as they are, as you are going, your soul is going down, it will turn to bitterness. Yes. Jesus yes. was never bitter. He wow. never sinned. Even though he was going down to hell. He took, that means he was praying. He was resurrecting. He was prevailing in thought. Thoughts were fighting him. Bullets were shooting at him. See your father, he has left you. Look at you, stupid boy. You better, better be angry. better be angry. You better not be angry. Go unforgiven. Don't forgive malice. And all those thoughts. All those thoughts will be flying around you when you God has forsaken you. God has forgotten you. God has left you for death. He has placed as though nothing is going forward in your life. That's how Jesus, as was well said, he had to pray. He was praying in his soul. He prayed until he prevailed against all those thoughts. He did not even sin, even while in hell. He never thought evil of God, even while descending. That that Reverend was saying, that's the real resurrection. <laughs> he beat all the bad spirits, both hell and death. He beat them. He didn't buy one of their thoughts. 
to become Peter, to be half Malay, did not buy any of it. Even though he had, they had compelling reason for him to buy it. Your fa- where, where is your father now? My father, my father, my father, everywhere, my father. <laughs> Should I show to you? You know, these things were detailed in Psalm. Let's see Psalm 22. Everywhere crying, my father this, my father that. I only do what my father is doing. My father this, my father. You know, I do not think like that. You know, like you say this God say. Everybody say God say God say. <laughs> Where is your God now? You are dead. <laughs> praise God, praise God. I remember one such thought like that. I'm just sharing it's a funny one. <laughs> many many years ago, and I was very foolish. <laughs> I had an encounter with the Lord. I'd seen him then. Maybe I had no no grace to talk, right? So I just I just felt his candle was telling me to move forward. My heart was pumping. I remember it so clearly because I was listening then in my bedroom when I was living downtown. Listen to I used to Shine FM and it was Christmas time. So the song they were singing it was just right after Christmas. So January, early January, they were singing Silent Night, Holy Night. I remember so clearly. And so in this encounter. It was like God, the Lord want, the Lord wanted me to move to him, come closer. And but my heart was bounding. And then though there was nothing physical between us, no physical barrier, but I felt who knows it's like a clay, no way when you go in those movies, want to don't want to go and steal. And they now open and they, there's no barrier clearly. But when you know they don't see this infrared, you get me? So there was like there was a barrier, but there's no, nothing I couldn't see, a physical barrier. And then my heart was pounding, pounding as though I was going to die, literally. My heart was pounding. Was 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 going to come? Do you know the thoughts that pit of hell sent to me, and I bought it. I bought it because I failed in that vision. Pit of hell now reminded me, you know, of when people will pray. Father, begin to let's pray that we went, we slept, and we woke up this morning because it was morning. I had the encounter. I was now thinking, hey, so they will now tell me to prayer points because I felt I was going to die. That's that's what Satan used to beat me. I actually lost that battle because I didn't want to. And I, I didn't want to be statistic. Some people went to sleep last night. I did not wake up in the morning. I did not. I was like, no, but I woke up just that I was in an encounter. I Encounter ended. Oh. I lost. <laughs> Hi. After that, I now realized I made a mistake. I began. I began to beg. I said, "God, please, I'm sorry. I beg, I beg, I beg. You got to help me. You got to help my life. You have to help my life, please. I beg. I will die if you don't come back again. I'm sorry." <laughs> such encounter. Praise God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So I was going to show Psalm 22. 
Oh, we're blessed. Yes, sir. Let's see from. Ah, uh, let's read from verse one. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me, and from the words of my roaring? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season, and I'm not silent. But thou art holy. Are you seeing interchangeable? Are you seeing a prevailing? First they thought, why are you forsaking me? Why have you da, da, da? Then he prevailed, but thou art holy. He respond back. You, get it? you know sometimes when you are your thought, it's just going downhill. Why are you forsaking me? Why are you da, da, da? Why is it this? Then you now, you now turn to something else. And then you now say, I'm not coming. You are not proud to pray. This is that. But Jesus, he responds. See prevailing. He will fire back, but thou art holy. Put an end to, he put an end to the thought. Wow. But you need two things to prevail. You need what? Then you now need prayer. It's in prayer, you now pray out the thing. Because he was not, why he was in this? If you are, if you are not praying, Satan will just be the one talking, talking, talking. But why you are turning it to prayer as the thoughts, you know sometimes, when you, even when you are praying, the thoughts are still there. But yeah. well, while you are in that prayer, the thoughts are still there. The answer will come. Yeah. Breakthrough will come. Something will fire back him back. That's how you prevail. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabit, inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted, and thou didst the river there. They cried unto thee. You start remembering if those things will start coming. You know, sometimes when you are looking for word of God to help you, it will not come. Sometimes you pray out that will help you bring those things so that you remember what God has done. If you begin to count your blessings, they will say pray always and with thanksgiving. We get it's prayer that will help you bring back those things that and those thoughts will fight back what you feel God has not given you, the lack. Wow. Verse 6 But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men again, another thought has come. <laughs> a reproach of men and despise of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip, they shake the head. You know, you now start getting angry. <laughs> Some people will now turn it to the God that answered by fire, he will be my God. Thunder, fire them, fire them. Now <laughs> For Father, rather, Father, forgive them for they know what, what they are doing. All they that see me laugh me to scorn, they shoot out the, the lip, they shake the head, saying, He trusted on the Lord, though, that He would deliver him, Shabi. Yeah, he said, Lord God, Father, Father, my Father is greater than I, my Father, this. You know, some people can't, some people know how to shit. Hey! I think you should have gone to my boarding school. When some people will shade you, you will cry. When they finish with you, finish with your siblings, finish with your mom, your mother, finish, they cost everything. You will, you will, you will. You put this Ah, you will go top skin, though. It has a move, actually. Also, the last of you now turn into a sport. Your mother, this, your mother, that. They will actually cussing each other out. So people, so people not to shade. And Satan is the highest of them. If Satan shades you, oh my God. Oh my God. They call them scorners. 
They call them the seats. It's called seats. Oh my God. <laughs> Blessed is the man who walketh not in the council of the ungodly. The ungodly stand. And seated not in the seat of the scornful. So the, the scornful are seated on the throne. Oh my God. When Satan throw you some bullets in thought, sometimes you will hang out, you hang, you hang up. Some shade. Look at your life. So you see how many years. You don't taste nothing. Nothing to show for it. You better leave this thing bed. Me, I'm moving. I don't know. The shade, I don't know how to shade like you say. <laughs> but you know, I know you've all faced it in your mind. <laughs> you've all faced it. You know, sometimes Satan can even shade you. You see this thing, you are too spiritual, though. You won't find husband, though, when you are behaving. Is a, that's a shade. That's a scorner talking. It's a lie. All to get you to, to do things. If you cannot get you to, you know, maybe you are too gone too far, you won't leave. Just to reduce the meter. Yeah, just, just, just turn it down, that's all. Satan is a very wise guy. He, he takes any win he can get. If he cannot win you fully, he can win you in measure. That's why they call you feeble knee. Feeble knee. He's the one. So it means you are still walking. But what happened to the knee? is feeble. It's still him that does it. If he cannot totally get you off, at least feeble it. At least break it. At least stunt it. At least slow it down. Because a slow down walk can turn to a frustrated walk. I call him a bastard. Why? Because he was supposed to be his son. So that's his right name. He's a deadly being. Don't joke with Satan, man. Sometimes, sometimes I have to make you have to make covenant in your heart. I won't swear oath if you can. That this God, like David, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. This God shall be our God. He shall be our guide unto death. David said, nothing, nothing there for I don't care what convince, what, I'm, I'm already gone. I don't care what convincing argument you have for me anymore. I am following God. Even if God does not like me, I will still follow him. Uh, if, if, I, I mean, if somebody doesn't like you, you can change his mind now. Uh, I will still follow him. One day, God will decide to like me. You know, the time I told that God doesn't answer my prayer, so I was always looking for a prayer contractor. Yeah, so when I see somebody, somebody is doing it, they ask me, I say, can you help me pray? You have to kill me to get me out. Mm, I'll leave it to you. <laughs> uh, what's that? Origo, Origo, Nago. Nago, stay. Somebody help us interpret. I go go meet him till I meet Thank you. And I go go meet him. No, not just your body, spirit, soul, and body. Amen. I go go meet him till I meet him. That he trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him, let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. But 
Thou art he that took me out of the womb. Thou didst make me hope when I was upon my mother. You see the answer again. But thou art he. You talk back to him. You say, God, you are the one who took me out of the womb. So this one has conning me. Thou didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breast. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God for my mother's belly. That's another prevailing. So to prevail means to answer back. To always give excuse for God. When you love somebody, you'll be giving excuse for the person. Who know what saying? Don't mind that boy. Yeah, no. It's okay. Don't worry. He, made, he did not mean it. If you can, you can do that for useless boys. Do it for God. <laughs> Amen. Do it for God. Make excuses for God. When God is not answering, nothing is working. Make excuses for Him. And it's not easy because in the moments where the thought is being bulleted at you, you will not be able to have the excuse to give. Pray. As you pray, in the spirit, grow net. The spirit will be grown in the spirit. God will be the one to now send you the excuse that you should fire back at Satan. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me give a very sad example. The worship night with the very holy everybody was. I was like, what's going on now? I was like, ah. See, is it temptation to cancel the meeting? But I said, no, okay. But I said, there's not even, you know, the fight in my mind. But God now told me, after just a day before, that in COVID, many people don't do online meeting. So why can't you do online? Like, everybody is, are they not going to stream it online? So why do you, why, why cancel it? <laughs> it's not a general thing that most people won't stream nowadays in COVID. So it's not a, it's not a unique thing. It's not like you can. It, so it may not sound like that was the thoughts that used to prevail. That was the thought that used to prevail. That it's not. I mean, it's not like it's not. There's nothing too bad. They don't have good. They still home and they will stream it. They will still watch it. They will still enjoy. Everybody will enjoy. Everybody will comment. It was awesome. Praise God. But it was in prayer. <laughs> it was in prayer. So are you seeing why prayer comes afterward in the realm of Christ's everlasting life? Why? Because the prayer, they will not take out of the wells inside you. You don't so you not put it together. They get it to give you the prevailing thoughts against the enemy's thoughts. Are you not seeing it? Yes. So that's why before the world, your prayer was all carnal. You don't have you don't have any equipment by which to pray by. But when they put equipment called Word of Righteousness, Christ's doctrine inside, and they are just sitting there as knowledge, they've not yet turned to understand it. Prayer is what will convert the thing to understand it because it will convert it to a thought. A thought as against the stronghold thought of the enemy. So prayer helps understanding. Somebody say it. Prayer helps understanding. Yes. So now if you want to understand, pray. Yes, I Shapalatoshe. Palati Sayakatabaye. Malata Pakumpaye Shataya. Jesus, thank you. Fatalabayo. Um, you, you know, because you are a prayer, you are praying in light. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
you are praying in life. Sometimes if you hear where well, I pray, when I pray, or where we even pray, just one thing, there's no prayer point. Thirty minutes later, come from the father and you now pray it answer has come it means that the father is his heart that's what he wants to answer that day oh my god oh jesus christ we don't know we don't because the, the, the spirit grown it so you are groaning then the father will bring down the thoughts that he wants to answer the father the, the father said this is what you should pray means he wants to answer it is this is not a good father if he's a Turns out, just that means you don't need to just pray it, and the answer has come. Because the person who sent the prayer point is ready to answer. Is that not more effective and yes. effectual? Yes. Yes. Than just throwing that. Father, give me this and that and this and that. <laughs> Praise God. And the same way you also prevail in prayer for understanding. Oh, we need to pray. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I <laughs> I <laughs> 
is also a man of war. He's ready, stubborn, ever willing to slow, stop, beat you down, break you, make you turn back, make you be at ease, anything, anything possible. No, no joke. In, this is not season of joke. It's not a season to be joking. It's the season for prevailing. It's the season to fight in thought. Fight with the word. Fight with the light you have. You actually have light. Yes. And you'll be feeding more, more light. Yes. Fight with the light you have. Fight with the light you have. And in prayer. For you to prevail. For you to prevail. For you to prevail. This is a brutal here. Satan is mad. He's stark mad. I don't know if you can feel it in the earth. Even the earth, you can feel that dark thing. Dark spirit is hate. I can smell the hate. I want thing that you will find out when you face the brutality of Satan is hate. Oh my God. It's something I don't want my worst enemy to home feel. To see hate. Hate. The raw hate. Bitterness and hate. That's Satan. You've never seen that kind of thing before. He hates God. It's not, it's not really you he hates. He hates God. And then you are now liking God, so he hates you. The reason why he hates you is that he hates God. And he cannot reach God. So what's the next best thing? It's you. He wants to try and reach. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. You will help us in the name of Jesus. You will help us. You will do whom war for us. Help us to prevail. You will teach us the way. In the name of Jesus. We will hack down that evil spirit. 
are trouble at us this year in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Salvation is coming in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will strengthen us in Jesus' name. Now just give me a few minutes more, another half an hour less, or definitely less, uh, to finish some just some more lights and thoughts. Let's open to Hebrews chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Actually, I will start from chapter 3. This Hebrews, Hebrews is a book of everlasting life. Yeah. Um, I'll start from chapter 3, verse 12. Okay, verse, um, verse 9. I think I've taught this a couple of times. God will help us teach it more. Uh, verse, let's see, verse 9. When your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my works 40 years. Who are those fathers? Those boys in the wilderness who murmured against God. You get me? Uh-huh. Who murmured against God. And it all started from, imagine imagine how 10 people can murder a whole nation. Remember the story, right? There were 12 spies. You get me? I know we won't done the drama in all life meetings. <laughs> there were 12 spies. They spent 40 days. That's why 40 years. When God was judging them, he said, I will give 40 years. They spent 40 years in the wilderness because of the 40 days that they spent when they went to see, to view the promised land. So those 40 days, you know, people talk in 40 days. I'm not keeping quiet. You know, if they send all of us to one place, when we go to Ottawa, we're not talking. We won't, we won't, during the one day that we had delay and we're going to, when it's going to get long, we're talking. While we're here, we're talking. So, for those 40 days, they would have been talking. It means that they must have been talking about what they saw. And it must have started with one person. Satan just needs to find one soul who will go and talk to another person. Hey, hey, oinks, did you see what I saw? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it loud here, too. But I saw something, no? <laughs> it's a murmuring. It's a great evil. Is a great evil that the devil uses. Do you see what I saw? Ah, me, yeah, I don't want to say anything. Before they now start saying unbelief or unbelief, all these people, unbelief, unbelief. I'm just saying the fact. That's what I'm just telling you. You know, sometimes we like to be relatable. It's true. <laughs> it's true, actually. I saw this guy. That guy was there. I didn't want to say anything, Sha. You know me, I'm just holding faith. I want us to be in faith. But I saw what you show. I just want to let you know. It's true. Because I want to be agreeable. That's what, you know, that's one thing Satan uses to get us a lot. Because he knows that we want to be relatable to people. That, uh-huh. But there are some no-go areas. When it comes to what God is doing in your life. The work God is doing. Righteousness, everlasting life. He's doing your life. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. Talk you down from it. Take away the faith of it. So, so number two person has now agreed. Then do you know that person who says, when you say Oinko has not, has, she has not really believed about Baptist, she's agreeing with me. Say, Oinko, I think we should go and chat with Jean. Let's go, let's go and chat. You know, they, every night they will have dinner. And in those 40 days in the promised land, it was no manna from heaven they were eating for dinner. 
Because the manna from heaven was in the wilderness. Uh-huh. So, because otherwise, if manna from heaven was falling in the promised land, Joshua and Caleb would have had a good preaching tool. See, excuse me, you, they are saying that we can't kill this giant. Where the food you are eating right now, where do they come from, sir? Pastor, <laughs> you have been a good testimony to preach. So, anyway, so they must have been chatting. They have say, okay, let's go to Ginny. Ginny, ah, Ginny, what's up now? Ginny, ha, ah, Ginny, ah, you know, you are the better of all of us. Very spiritual. Your feet, eh? the first charger, you see? <laughs> Your feet eh? scatter everywhere. But <clears throat> we just want to run something by you. <laughs> you say you want to run something by. Why don't you run the team by me? <laughs> We just want to run something by you. That thing that Pastor James is teaching, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe, I think, we, I think we need to go down to something lower than milk, self. If there's something lower than milk, maybe. So three people are now on board. So that's how for 40 days they're trying to win over 12, but they could not win over Joshua. If you notice, you know sometimes when you are highly intellectual, spiritually intellectual, I can go beyond the words and I can go and see their gist. And I can see reactions. So what was the reaction? This is how I knew that they had already set up against Joshua and Caleb. When the 10 spies had said their own, and Joshua and Caleb was about to speak, Immediately, Caleb finished speaking, they responded again. It means they were prepared, they were ready for him. It means during those 40 days, they, ready, they tried to do one report. Joshua and Caleb did not agree to sign off on the report. So they, must, they was watching. You know when you know people are in disagreement, and you will not come to the public to come and speak. When, because you are in disagreement with the other person, when the person finished speaking, you now want to now speak again. They get me to come, get, <laughs> to, you know, to repeat your own points. So I was able to interpret that from that numbers. That I knew that this was it. They knew each other. They knew they knew Joshua and Caleb would talk the way they would talk. And Caleb also knew those ten spies would talk the way they would talk. That's why Caleb talked after the ten spies talked. And what Caleb's argument that this don't don't you remember the Lord who brought us out of Egypt? Caleb's argument was that don't worry, we are well able. Can I look at the statement. Chapter, uh, I think chapter 13 and 14, that we are well able. Let's read it. I don't want to rush this thing. Let's just read it. Amen. Numbers chapter 13. Praise God. Everything okay? Let's start from verse 25. Chapter 13, verse 25. And they returned from searching the land after 40 years. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron, and to all the congregation of the children of Israel, unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him, and said, We came unto the land whither thou sendest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, and very great. Hey! 
and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Why all those strong words? You know, exaggeration to paint a picture. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Because somewhere, when evil wants to talk, he wants to compare the what he wants to say to God, who is really very great. You are very great. You are very great. So they know the great things that God has done for them. They are aware. That's why they sinned. They were aware. So they are to exalt these people even beyond measure to make instill fear, to, to instill fear and to make them believe their reports. They are very great. What kind of people can be very great? Who can be very great more than Pharaoh that kept you in imprisonment for 400 years? So they, it was a, an evil thought. Amen. Let's now, immediately, 30. Look at 30. Once those boys are finished giving their, immediately, Caleb knew that they were ready. It means these people, this thing, they already pre-prepared. They know, they know each other. They already pre-prepared their statements. <laughs> it's like campaign. They already pre-prepared their statements. It means, and Caleb steal the people. Come on now. Arrested them. Steal the people. Calm down. It means he did it on purpose. He knew those what people were going to say, and he wanted to say his own. He stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go against the people, for they are stronger. So they responded again. So they was like almost they knew what they were saying. They, they already knew themselves. So they were ready to talk, talk. Amen. And the people of Israel believed. Um, and they verse 32, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land, though which we have gone to search it, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. Praise God. And they and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Now, sorry to say this. But we can have this attitude with eternal life also. I'm not there yet to... Did I tell you that you are there? (laughs) But I'm pushing you there. Praise God. We are well able to overcome it. It is for you. Eternal life is your promised land. We are well able. Remember, so, remember I told you who, who, do you, who do you find in everlasting life? Beasts. Satan, beasts. Are you saying? Those are the sons of Anak. Amalekites. You will find beasts hanging, hovering close to the promise. But we are well able to overcome it. We will prevail. And we have the instruments of prevailing. Word and prayer. In the spirit, I have a lionic mind. I don't see a beast as an as as a hindrance for me to turn back. I see a beast as a as, in, as an en- extra energy to pray more to God. Think about the positive. We are well able to. It means I, when I see a lack, okay, I don't have an understanding. I see it as an opportunity to bridge the gap quickly, so I can well able to overcome it. Do you see that? Praise God. So we should have a charge forward spirit. Even with the balance. 
of doing things thoroughly and properly. Do you see that? That mind, I want that mindset afresh in this house. Amen. A mindset of faith. We are well able to overcome. Is it for you? You can get it. God promised me eternal life. If I have to kill that beast to get it, I will kill that beast. Either the beast kill me or I kill it. But when I'm going for life, I'm well able to overcome it. We'll win the victory. We'll prevail. Praise God. You must have that mind. You must have, we must have that mind. Praise God. Amen. So let's go back to, you see, you see that conversation. Let's go back to Hebrews. chapter 3. So when when your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my work 40 years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said they do always err in their hearts and they do they have not known my ways. So I swear. Hey! This is deadly. God swear. For God to swear. So I swear in my wrath that they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you. This was their problem. This is really their problem. Lest there be any of you an evil heart. An unbelieving heart is an evil heart. Do you know why? In departing. Because an unbelieving heart will always depart. Now let me help you. Iniquity is unbelief that results in departing. When you don't believe God, you will cut corners. Also, I say, I say that when there is not enough faith, you now want to help yourself, and when you now want to help yourself, you now start cutting corners. You see that? So all those things arise out of unbelief. Now, how do I know this? It's very clear. How do I know this? What was the very first sin? Mm-hmm. But they, they have to describe the story. They have to the, the drama. There was a terrific drama. In the beginning, everybody was following God. Nobody had their own thoughts. Nobody will ever come and murmur or say anything to a seraphim. Are we sure we are following the right thing? There was not that thing was not there. You get me? That thought was not there. Said Lucifer did not do anything. You know, what mostly we call sin. Jesus did not do anything per se. Lucifer was not unforgiving. He did not hold malice against God. That was not the problem. All he just did, he departed inside here. And how did he start? Unbelief. He started inside here. Merchandise. Multitude of merchandise. Iniquity was found in the you know what the departure helps you do? When you want to, for example, you want to go to airplane, you want to go to the airport and depart. There's a process to depart. You have to pack, prepare your bags, everything you will need in Ottawa. For two weeks, you'll be, you'll be prepping, you'll be thinking. Because you want to, you want to be lit, not so. <laughs>
shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearance. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. Verse 10, For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Christians and to Galatia, and Christians to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. It looks like those were brethren. So Demas was not a small boy. Demas had journeyed with Paul to the point that Paul had finished everlasting life. It means Demas was an everlasting boy too. If you read another verse of scripture, I think it's Philippians chapter 4, you see they're talking about Demas and Luke were together. Great Demas and Luke in uh, wherever they were. So Luke was the writer of the book of Luke. So Demas, it means Demas had the stature to also write a book. That's the kind of person I'm talking about. But anybody said Demas is even okay. <laughs> there, was, there was one who was worse. Demas is even better than the other, compared to the other one. Demas loved this present world, so he left. That was better. There was another guy. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus, the cloak that I left at trials with Kapos, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. Verse 14. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. You know, in everlasting life, what do they call it? Works. According to his works. It means the Alexander Coppersmith was worse than Demas. Demas was like the devil. Alexander the was like Satan. They are the same person, but they have two different operations. Don't worry. Sorry. <laughs> I know that it's hard just thinking like that. <laughs> so explain it is deep. Praise God. It just means different operations. Devil means the one, the worker of wickedness. Satan means, oh, devil, the worker of wickedness, the adversary. Satan means the hinderer. The one who wants to stop you from finishing your path. God's doing God's will. And Satan is one who appears like an angel of light. The devil appears like a beast, meaning a dragon, someone who wants to kill you, you'll be afraid of. That so because of fear, you want to depart. So the devil comes to put fear for you to depart. Whereas Satan comes, after you've overcome fear, and you're still there, Satan now comes, since he cannot put fear for you to depart, he will now wear suits with tie as your friend. Because if he cannot beat you out of it, then maybe he can talk you out of it. That's the difference. They are both very deadly. <laughs> because when you overcome the devil, you'll be feeling cool. Like Abraham. He has come from war and slaughter. The Abraham of the Most High God, like he said, they blessed him. That's when Satan now came. Then he now expressed what Satan has told him to God. Ah, seeing I go childless, that Eliezer of Damascus will be my only heir. God was, I had just told him, I am thy shield and exceeding great reward. So what happened? It wasn't that he was battling physical battle again, overcoming fear, no. It was that somebody in thought, even prevailing in thought, that with all this Abraham, Abba, Ababa, with all these overcomings, you see, don't have some common picking, you know, get. Are you seeing thoughts? <laughs> common picking. You keep Cheloloma, all the beasts, all the beef fat beasts of the earth, all the kings, they call it sort of kings. 
And yet he has you not know, get picking. I mean, I'm just your friend. I just want to advise you. I'm not, not that. I'm not your enemy. I just want to help your life. <laughs> so when God now appears, I am thy shield and exceeding. Imagine if God tells you I'm your shield and exceeding God. God is telling you, I'm mean, your everything. I'm giving you everything. And then you now respond like that. That's how you know he's an enemy who did it. But I won't go into further. That one you can. It's very deep. Mm-hmm. It's very deep. But those are beasts in everlasting. So Demas was was gotten by a beast of an everlasting beast. This present world. Excuse me, Sava. This present world is not only in Christ you overcome it. There's a last bit of it in everlasting also. Hi, I remember uh, uh, in Believers Convention prayer meeting we visited Joshua chapter one. Joshua, you remember Joshua? Achan. What did Achan do? Achan took the Babylonish garment into the promised land. I feel I'm confusing some people. But you'll be blessed, don't worry. Just hear it. Just hear it, please. I have many things to say. <laughs> but no, I'm trying to alter it. <laughs> you get me. What happened? Achan took Babylonish garment into it means they were supposed to they were supposed to have overcome the world outside the promised land. But somebody now took the world into the promised land. That's why you can and that's why what happened? God was so you don't God now don't be angry. Just take the thing. They were losing battles, they were dying. Ah, ah. Joshua now rent his clothes. Why God the Lord? The Lord said, Why are you renting your clothes? God was angry. Why are you renting your clothes? You're supposed to ask me there's something wrong. Don't be don't come and be doing this one right now. Get up, let me talk to you. <laughs> Over here, somebody has touched the unclean thing in Israel, man. Then they began to call them out by tribe by tribe, family by family, man by man, because it was a serious business. They became, you know, in everlasting like very, very granular. They had to go granular, figure out who he can and say, What did you do? He can say that he took out of the Babylonian government from the spoils. Hey! Do you know what they did to Ekan? They burnt him. And they put stones and they say, This is something like nobody should. Maybe a memorial. God does not want world to smell. It should not be worldly. It should not smell in the everlasting life. It's a bad thing. Amen? Amen. If you are worldly, when you get into everlasting life, you will depart like the mass. Having loved this present world. Yes. Why? Because the expectation is that in Christ you have dealt with the world. Because this is the victory that overcomes the world over our faith. That faith there is faith, charity, faith, hope, and charity. From faith to faith. In charity, you should have dealt with the world. You shouldn't be worldly. When they see you in everlasting life, you should not be, they should not be seeing world inside. It should not be seen Babylonish garment on you. And that's well. So Paul and the company he was teaching, he was teaching them in the realm of everlasting life. And Demas couldn't stay. Why? Because he was wearing Babylonish garments. So either he took off the garment and stayed, or he used the garment and leave to depart. And actually that one is better because later on he can still be saved. When he realized that the world has nothing to offer, he now to go and restart school. Christ school and then so that one is still better because they will just have to deal with the world. 
But sometimes, unfortunately, if you have sighted everlasting life and you are still worldly, like the mass, one thing is, let me tell you how Satan, Satan is bad, though. Once Satan, so long like Demas, after he has departed from Paul, he will prosper. Satan will make you really prosper so that you, Satan will take you so far so that you feel like there's no need. Why? Because you've already gone find the other side. So he knows you have the potential to go to God. So he will, he will make all that thing that made you depart, he will give it to you. You will be floundering. You will be floundering. Honestly, if some of, if some of you depart from Life meetings this year or in the whatever, you 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 will say, not be not be ah you know not be saying hey I should have left since. Ah. <laughs> 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 I don't know I don't know why I was gonna join that Pastor JSBG for that for this long. I shall let's see, you see, you see life, everything for cool things. Now I won't have revelations still. I you know Bible, I still know the Bible now. No, no, it's not mental, it's not mentally recorded there. I've watched it. I've actually studied it. I've studied souls. I know. There's no way so a soul who is not submitted cannot do as well as a soul who is submitted. I know it clearly. I've seen it happen. I'm talking as a father to you. I've seen it happen. It's own among brethren or people who are, are there. Some who are not submitting well. Who with half leg. Their growth is always half. Yes. The breakthrough on the craps is always stunted. Always. Always. It's just something I've seen. It's just the truth. I've seen it lay because you no, know, we've known it for years. I've seen it lay bare. I've seen it happen. So now I'm, I know. I said, "Oh, this obedience is actually serious." So God, now how about? Wow. And that's why I, I now began. You know, if you notice, I now became more like, "Okay, call me pastor." If God wanted to help you people, for for because me, I'm a very playful person. So, so you now think we are just we're just playing. And I realized that by playing too much, something and I like to play, but sometimes the the culture, the culture of of this this is a serious thing. This is a serious spiritual atmosphere. It's not all milk we are trying to drink. We are trying to be defeat evil spirits, and we are playing. <laughs> I was not submitting to authority. I was not saying, let me help these people. Let me be some kind of fear, little bit of respect and fear. Just let me help them. Not because I wanted to, but out of, I just wanted to help. Because I was seeing it so obviously. That when there is no obedience, when there is no submission, growth doesn't... And because who is the owner of the growth? It's God who giveth the increase. I can say whatever, I can teach you book of Revelation, Genesis, back to back, front cover, to the back again. And God can, can decide not to give the increase. Why? Because if he sees a soul who is not submitting, he always reminds him of one boy. Every single time. And he can't he can't he can't bring himself. You know, you know, you know what Lucifer, what Lucifer did is what caused God to say, I'll make a new heaven and a new earth. Every time God is sitting on that throne in heaven, he still remember, all the angels are still remembering that boy because he's still causing problem. Everybody knows where the problem started from. So God, this the, this present heaven and earth has to go. They are gone. They are waxing old because it is now spoiled. It is corrupted. Even heaven is corrupted. Not that they are corrupted who are in heaven, but that stench is still there. 
So meaning anytime we do something, every who will go always remember that boy. That's the face. I don't know. God wants to take erase that memory out of his head. It's almost like it's always when when you come up with your own opinion that's contrary to God's opinion. I say, God, ah, check it out now. It seems right. God said, no problem. I'm not fighting you, Sha. <laughs> I can't shout. <laughs> but the only problem is that you will still have distance. That's why the Bible says, for a carnal mind is what? Hey. He said, but God, I just have another opinion. It's not that we are, I hate you. God is, in the everlasting life, everything is blunt. They are very blunt. Just that you thought another thought that the Father is enmity. Because when you want to decide what to do, whether to obey or God, God or not, you'll be contemplating. That's enmity already. Go and check in the most holy place. Those angels, do they contemplate? Who hacking diligently onto the voice of this world? Or how are we going to dwell in that place when you are not hacking diligently? When you are still continuing, say, no, I'll think about it, I'll consider it, and then I'll now check and I'll get back to you. They're telling God. <laughs> and it's not, no, that's why they call it righteousness, peace. There are different levels. Yo, you'll be in righteousness, but to make peace, because the opposite of enmity is what? Is peace. So you can just be hearing righteousness, but to make peace, you must drop your opinions. To make peace. In God's realm, everybody thinks like him. It's not because he's a dictator, but just the fact that where did the contrary opinion come from? It just reminds him of that boy. That's all. That's all. The stench is still there. Everlasting life is making peace. You know, in Christ, you can still have your mind. You can be loving righteousness, but still have your mind. Your own, your own opinions of this, of that. <laughs> when everlasting life, you must make peace. They judge enmity. That's why you face beasts. Those beasts are mind in the mind. Thoughts. I say thoughts, mind. Carnal. Thoughts, mind. Enemies. Beasts. Enemies. Enemies. So those en- so, so some enemies can love righteousness. They can agree with your righteousness. But they don't just want, don't just be a fool now. As I'm even saying that thing, I'm even feeling it. <laughs> don't just be a fool now. You know, they don't, in this part of the world, they don't, they, what I'm saying not, they don't, is unlawful. Don't just be a fool like that now. Still have sense. Who says your sense? If it's your sense, it's canal. Simple. It's nonsense. Says, no. <laughs> yes. For there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end of who who knows the end of a thing from the beginning? It's only Father, only God. So God is not looking at you. But what you've already calculated it that the way it seems right, even for the next fifty years. Well God says, okay, after fifty years, that's when the end is not when the destruction starts. <laughs> You know, there are some things you just calculate. You wow. see, the thing is good. You don't see anything evil in it. It's perfect. It's nice. It's calculated. But check, just check the timeline of how far you've calculated. Best case scenario, 5 years, 10 years, 20 years. But God is the one now telling that me, I've checked 100 years. That's when the destruction begins. So me, I'm telling you that the end, not the beginning. 
the end. The, the fact for it to seem right to you means that the beginning is good. The beginning is good, but the end is destruction. And that's what Lucifer sold in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yes, sir. That's exactly what he sold. He sold the good first. And that's why Eve said, He deceived me. He did not tell me all this evil. Now I know. The, what was the evil? Departure. How do I know? What's the first thing they went God? They heard. They didn't even hear. They heard the voice of the Lord walking in the. What did they do? They went to God. They departed. They departed. That's the first reaction of an evil heart. That's the first reaction of evil. To shy away, to hide. Yes. Let me throw some bullets. Some of you are like sitting at the back. Sitting at the back is not fashionable. It's not fashionable that you guys who sit at the back are humble. Mm. <laughs> Did somebody take the front seat? <laughs> okay, after the very front seat, the seat behind them. Did anybody take it? The tickets. Okay, the seat behind the tickets. Did anybody take it? so cool and relaxed there. I, was, I want to be in the front. I want to be as near to the, my father as possible. Yeah, I know Jesus said that, you know, when you come to a place, they do not take the... They, no, no. You have to understand the context. Those boys were flesh boys. Yeah, places of honor, seats of honor. So in the Jewish custom, then the seats in the front and seats up means you're an honorable person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in life meeting, just go and sit in the front. <laughs> There's no seat of honor for anybody. <laughs> the seat is yours. <laughs> yes. It's own those little things. Just, just that, that mind. Okay, back. It's almost like, oh, I don't want to hide. If I'm even on the front, maybe they will hit me the most. Or maybe after they not give me responsibility. Or they give me work. <laughs> or they not say, oh, maybe I'm too spiritual now. I don't know. Or I'm too committed here. Why should you not be too... I don't know what the thought is, but why should you not be too committed? Why should you not want to work? Why should you not want to do something? What? Well, yeah, share the camera. What <laughs> camera? <laughs> you know, if this is my life, I want to be on the camera. Because this is my house. So that everybody with the whole world is a the whole world we know that this is where I'm at. You can find me here. 
No, I think you can find me here. This is where I am. This is my place. This is where I am. I'm not ashamed of what we are doing here. has forsaken me having Lord oh it's even better Demas could still be salvable you get me Demas could still be salvable although it's not good that you've been everlasting life and still have this world <laughs> it's not good because Demas could still be salvable the chances of because you are dealing with someone who is perfect in beauty terrible in wisdom you will make sure Demas will never think of coming back <laughs> for 15 years I've been following Paul Papa from pillar to post the day I departed, business blast. Somebody called me. Alert. I don't get alert. Does he call me? I am here. Exactly. We said, God, we. I know as though I'm still going to church. He will probably still be going to church in Galatia Church and teaching there. He's still oh, he's doing Sunday school. Because he's still a revelation. I said, yeah, I'm still born again. I'm still a Christian now. You know, I, I, you know I've been telling Paul said that she needs to calm down since. Ah, uh, yeah, this is real Christianity. Yes, they are helping the body. <laughs> Yet you have departed from the way. The sins of everlasting life is only between you and God. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something that everybody here. Do you know what happened there? When Paul said, Demas has departed from me, Paul had to say it publicly because people will not even know that Demas has departed. They will not because they will feel Demas is still in the field. They will still hear him, see him preaching somewhere. Just that they will not say, ah, Demas is doing well, though. Not knowing he has actually departed from Paul. Praise God. Alright, the Bible flipped the thing. Second, is it Second Timothy? Let's uh, don't flip on me. Oh, that's not an evil spirit. Last <laughs> 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 them us. The other one is Alexander. That one, if a soul gets there, that's that one. There's nothing God can do for you. You are finished. Yeah, so the one, the one that Paul will say that after you've tasted of the good word of God and you know all of Christ, you've not known everlasting. Alexander has known Paul to the end, to his end, where he says I fought a good fight. Alexander was there, sitting under his administration, but yet doing evil. At that point, Paul had to report him to God, to the Lord. There was nowhere else Paul could go. Verse 14. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him. You know, they reward everlasting life. Also. Uh-huh. So the, God, the Lord is the rewarder of those who have done everlasting life. So Paul said, you, God reward him too. <laughs> Is, is everlasting work according to his works. There was nowhere else Paul. You know, Paul is a Christ. You know, Paul will preach Christ, preach Christ. If you're someone, they slap you, so they take the other cheek. There's a dimension in everlasting life. 
that you, not, you can't keep taking the other cheek, but you have to talk to God. <laughs> because the evil is bad. Who had departed more? Alexander or Demas? Is Alexander the Cobas. Alexander the Cobas was more departed than Demas was. That's why Demas can still be saved. Well, it's not the compassmate can barely be saved. Because, you know, because, you know hearts, hearts calculate things. Okay, let me, let, me, let me take you into the thoughts of such hearts. Sorry, let me round up. Let me take you into the thoughts of such, of evil hearts. Let me, for example, let me use Demas' heart first. Hmm. This poor, this gospel man, suffering and smiling, so far, so far. <laughs> so far, so far, for here, so far, so far here. Jaga, jaga everywhere. <laughs> One year has passed, two years have passed. They say we have not finished Christ yet. And when are we going to start blowing now? They say all other things will follow us. I know that. Where are the things? I've not been seeing it all. I'm still not seeing it. I'm still, let me see. Let me still wait. You know, this is the revelation. Is this which? Let me. We we'll still be praying. We we'll still be praying. Then he didn't thought the next year now come again. Ah ah. They say it was faith. Now they say it's hope. They say it's charity. Now say this another one called everlasting life. Ah, Paul, we better I'm not be careful. Apostle Paul, be careful, be careful. <laughs> you get me? But what 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 is the where is the thought coming from? Things, world, money. You get me? Then he now say, okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. At least now I have enough revelation. I can preach Christ. I don't try. I'll still be preaching Christ. So don't worry, God, I've not left you. I'll still be preaching your name. He gets me. But I want to. Now let this time for all other things to follow me. As though it's you that will determine. <laughs> when it's time. I saw some of these posts on Instagram. I say, service is easy. When it's you that determines what the service is. <laughs> The other one is not a coppersmith. It's a coppersmith. So it means that some people in the fellowship must have been coming to his business. Must have been patronizing his smith coppering. <laughs> so he has been watching Paul. So it means that all along, it wasn't only the world he was there for. He had also personal interest in staying there. So, ha. Ah. This minute, Paul has come again. Before you know, these people will leave this church. Too. And these people will leave this church. My business, too. You see, don't do when people are coming to my business, anyways, because this ministry is not growing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Paul. I've been watching Paul. I think maybe Paul has sinned. I think something is wrong with Paul. Yeah, there's something wrong with Paul. I've been watching other ministries by now. You get me? Some things would have happened. Satan is talking, you know. yeah. There's something wrong with Paul. Something, something. No, I need to start balancing Paul. Ew. Wow. Ew. Yeah, because, you know, I can't leave this place. You know, these are, these are my family now. These are my people. Everything is connected. But I need to balance him so that, you know, get me so that the people can be safe. I need to save the people from Paul. That's Alexander the Coppersmith. He's receiving profit from the place. 
Everybody is quiet. It's a deep thought. I just x-rayed. Satan knows how to weave that thing in a man. If you are not careful, he knows how to weave it in the soul of a man. So the man will now think that you know, the, you know, in Lagos now, there's, there's a ministry that has formed just out of trying to debunk EGFM. That's, the, that's their, their ministry. <laughs> to help people, to teach people how it's blasphemy, how it's this, is that. That's the, that's, the, the, that's the center platform of the ministry. <laughs> that's how a bitter root can grow up. You can, and Satan can do it with it in a way that you, the person will now think he's fighting. You know how Saul was before he became Paul? He think he's fighting for God because something must be wrong with Paul. Yes. So, you see what Paul said. As one of the covers me, did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works, of whom be thou ware also, for he had greatly withstood our words. That's how you discern Alexander the Compassman. That's what you should be aware of. A time will come. It's possible, I don't know if it's, uh, it happens amongst us right now. But a time will come. For you to be in the realm of everlasting life, you must face this guy. Must and the guy will be very credible because he's Alexander Coversmith is the angel of light. They appear like the angel of light. Everybody knows the mass is worldly. <laughs> but Alexander Coversmith is a very holy sister, holy brother. But who has departed from Paul? And why I say departed from Paul is because who is the poor God using for that work is Paul. Let me tell you something. Don't separate God and the man he's using. Yeah. Paul is the one that God has worked on for that work. So that's what God was using for that work. So Satan arranged, I've sent a couple of me against Paul to stay there. Because what, what will give you energy to stay, even though you are not being blessed anymore? And not physically live is because you feel you are fighting for a cause. You know how Paul would say for this cause. When somebody is fighting for a cause, he's dogged. So Satan knows how to weave a cause for you. He weaved the cause for Alexander the Coversmith. That the cause of Alexander the Coversmith was to save the people who were listening to Paul from Paul. <laughs> what kind of cause is that? <laughs> but Satan can convince you. And the only way to convince you is think you think that you are saving the people. You think it's righteous. All these people have been with Pastor James for so long. How many years? What is it, what is it feeding them? What did he put inside their food? We need to save them. So they can take it as a personal vendetta. We need to save these people from his hands. <laughs> because they feel they read the message and they don't want to stop it. <laughs> to save these people from his hands. So they now think, oh, when somebody thinks he's doing God a favor, nothing can stop him. Yes. 
So the only thing Paul could do at this at this for such a soul is to pre- present the case to the Lord and leave the case with the Lord. These are hear me, hear me now. I'm rounding up. I'm rounding up. These are thoughts, evil thoughts and intents of that of the heart. Oh my God. What was going on with Demas was thoughts, world thoughts. What happened with Alexander the Coppersmith was intense. Oh my God. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. If Alexander the Coppersmith come and preach to you, he's very sound. He sounds very sound in doctrine, in whatever he knows in terms of doctrine. Maybe milk or even righteousness. He'll sound very sound. Do you get me? Why is that? Because his problem is not his thoughts. You get me? The problem with Alexander the Coppersmith was not his thoughts. What was his problem? His intent. <laughs> so, because if his problem is his thoughts, then he'll be teaching wrong doctrine. <laughs> but so, it was, he had greatly restored our words, means he was also preaching. For to you, for you to restand my word, you must be saying another word to restand my word. Another word against my word. And the only way you can use another word against my word, that's right, if my word is righteous and everlasting life, is to use Bible. You also have to open Bible. Oh my. Paul was talking to philosophers of men, rudiments of this word, traditions of men. People can talk using Bible. They can open Bible for you and say, all oh, this thing is not necessary that you are doing. At least balance. Go teach you balance. Even if, oh yeah, there's a deep there's sanctification. That's how people will call it. Sanctification. The sanctification, yes, to be holy, do this, that there are definitions. They say, yes, there's that. They acknowledge, but the definition of that thing in their mind is south, is left, left field. Just so, what they're just trying to do is water down that thing you are doing because that process you are going through. To say it's not that deep. It's, it's that deep. It's salvation. It is that deep. It's salvation. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. So if, it means in my Father's house is where your rest is. Uh, but no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Means you have to learn truth. <laughs> learn everlasting. So truth is righteousness. Learn righteousness. Learn everlasting righteousness. Then you can come to the Father. So it's not, oh, it's salvation. You get me? It's that deep. It is that serious. Praise God. Anybody who encounters a grande capacity, you'll be feeling, not that you will depart, but in your soul you'll be there, but less there. You'll be partially departed. Because you have believed that it's not that deep. First evidence is that your frequency of attendance will minimize because other what? Other priorities legitimate ones will balance. Why? Because you have now believed that it's not that 
Deep. Deep. <laughs> oh yes, oh like me, I've heard about it. Oh, it's very they teach very good. Sound doctor, I go there once in a while. <laughs> and this is different from it's not that you are new, you're coming once in a while. That's a different thing. You are new, you are just as a new person, you're not used to it. But you've known it, you've been coming frequently before, but now you go there once in a while. That is wrong. On every, f- in fact, your we the, we we go go meeting until we meet him. So if your frequency, you started and you were going meeting, 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 and your frequency has going down, down, down. You are not meeting him, him, him. You are actually going far away from him. Your heart, and it's not just meeting, right? Heart, heart is straying out. You don't know what you are doing to yourself. And, and you know why, why Isaiah was so deadly? Because such souls, Paul would not even know how to start helping people. <laughs> how would you even start? How do I go to somebody who is still coming, but not, I know in my spirit, I cannot tell, I cannot, I can't, I can't physically know. I can descend, I know when somebody has started departing, I know it. But you won't know, no, but you won't, among, it may be among you people and you will not know. But inside, their mind has started drifting. They started departing. But I know. But I'm sorry, I, I understand Paul. I don't know, how, I don't have mouth. I don't know what to say to the person. Because if I say the wrong thing, it will make him worse. <laughs> so it's almost like I have to just I, manage the person like that for a season. And maybe now be praying to see maybe God will turn the heart. If you are one such person, maybe you are listening to me online. Change. This is life, man. I kid you not. You can't have, you can't shut it and be balanced and think you are balancing yourself. You are cheating yourself. And you know, as long as the cup asks me, that wisdom can give you wisdom of how to do the balance. All of a sudden, you, you have a way you arrange something around meeting times. You know? <laughs> Legitimate stuff. <laughs> you did it on purpose, I, boy. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't go and tell you did it on purpose. I can't tell you. You know you did it on purpose. <laughs> you know you did it on purpose. Wisdom. That's a high wisdom. So as the compass made was Satan at work. High wisdom, giving him wisdom of how to withstand. Paul would not have said he did me much evil if he was not feeling the effect of Alexander the Coppersmith. How was he feeling the effect? He was feeling the effect among the people he was preaching to. The effect, the feedback he was getting. You know, somebody has touched them. They've been tampered with. Somebody has touched them. He's not feeling their feedback anymore. It means their feedback has slowed down because someone has balanced them in the wrong way. He was feeling the feedback. Then the spirit, he could trace it. But you can't physically trace it. So that means when you can't physically trace something, you can't say anything. So the only thing you can do <laughs> is to go to God. There's nothing else you can do. In the other hand, the cover is not. In the mass, yeah, it's obvious. You can say it. Everybody can see it. Everybody knew it was. Somewhere you'll be seeing the mass with manif- uh, uh, operating tendencies of worldliness. Everybody can tell. But as that was a very holy brethren. Very holy brethren. That who can make a soul, souls who are listening to Paul, feel that it's okay to balance their meeting attendance. It's okay, and not just in physically, soul presence, commitment. 
to what word of righteousness is saying to them. That's evil. It's evil. Anybody that stops you from going nearer to God has done you evil. That's all I'm saying. Anyone that can convince you to slow down your heart push to God has done you what? Evil. Anyone that can damper down your hunger and thirst for righteousness has done you evil. And make you, after you've done, you feel okay about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I go there once in a while. He's good, though. He's really good. That's the end of your testimony. Concerning him, please. <laughs> Problem. Praise God. Something has been tampered with that needs to be corrected. I'm speaking to somebody. I believe online. They will say, me. If you've been tampered with in that way, adjust yourself, man. Salvation depends. This is life and place before you, life and death. Choose life. Otherwise, you will die. And when I mean die, not physically, you will depart eventually. And what, what Satan will do to you, you will make you feel justified in your departing. That is even worse. When you feel okay after you've departed. Is worse because you feel that there's no problem and I'm good, but you've lost eternal life. We don't know this thing. We don't know this thing. It you know what eternal life is. We are well able to overcome it. We can get it. It's there for the taking. You know, immortality is yours. Take it is yours. It's there for the taking. But you must hunger and test for righteousness to be filled. You have to. Any time your hunger has been tampered with, your growth has been tampered with. Anytime you balance your hunger for righteousness, you've balanced your growth by yourself. These are things that make us lame, that has crippled over the years, that has stunted a lot of our, our peace. Just on the, all those little, little things, little, little foxes. Murmurings, all those things, all those obediences, not submitting to authority, all those things. These little foxes that spoil the vine. Then the worst of them, evil, balance. Balance. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless your name. Thank you. We thank you for the doors of tonight. Thank you for these in everlasting doors. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Salvation has been spoken of. We will save us. You will save us. You will fortify us. I prayed and you will prevail. These thoughts that you've taught us tonight are thoughts that will help us for defense. To shield us against the wiles of the enemy that will overcome this world in the name of Jesus. And will always hunger and thirst for righteousness. Our soul will never depart in any single way, shape or form. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will give us wisdom to handle the voice of murmurers, the voice of the devil, the voice of evil, the voice that is very convincing on how to slow down our life, slow down our growth, slow down our movements, slow down our righteousness, slow down our hunger, slow down our walk. Oh God, you will help us in the name of Jesus. Save us to the uttermost. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Shalom, shalom everyone. Good night. God bless you. I will see you on Saturday. Amen.
shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim